Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. So uh, this morning I was just kind of looking through the shelves. I do sometimes. I will walk in here and I will just uh, look, look at random little things. I enjoy them. And uh, I saw an item over on these shelves. And, um, I thought that's something, I don't know. It's not really interesting, but, uh, it just reminded me of some good stories. Uh, and so here it is. This is in one way, the most boring computer related discs I could show you. In another way, they bring back some of the best memories for me. Uh, and this is a box of bonus floppy disks. Um, made by verbatim. You can see it says uh, right there, high density. Uh, this says mini discs, <laughs> which is interesting, by verbatim. I believe these were mini discs. Uh, I'm looking over there and it says uh, uh, MD2 high density, double-sided high density. So these are later. These were probably PC-based um, discs, not... Um, the uh especially because it says by verbatim because i the ones that i remember as a kid just said bonus i'm looking here on the back it says double-sided high density um soft sectored i don't really know what that means um it says yes right here on the back for use with ibm compact zenith and other high density systems um, what else does it say here up to 1.2 megabytes formatted yeah so these are definitely uh, later uh, 1.2 megabyte, uh, capacity equivalent to approximately 600 typewritten pages. Um, first of all, that seems in today's storage, it seems really small. Can you imagine buying a, uh, a USB stick or something and them going, Hey, you can store 600 pages of text on this. I would go, well, that's crap. Throw that away. Uh, I want to be able to store 28 versions of every book ever made by man on one USB thing. Uh, it goes on to say guaranteed hundred percent error free includes write protect tabs. And then any questions or comments, we'd love to hear them from you. Uh, please call toll free 1-800-538-8589. The verbatim bonus. Uh, so that is, uh, all the information on the back. I love, right off the bat, I love the background pattern. Of course, it, it's like a halftone fade that you would see in uh, newspapers or newsprint. So that's kind of interesting that they have taken a old technology. Yeah, I'm sure you can see that right there. Um, and then combined it with, uh, you know, a newer technology, which is a uh, floppy disk. So you can see we've got the picture of the floppy disk. It is red, even though these disks are not red, they are black. Um, and then, uh, on the side, it just says bonus. Now I probably, uh, I have different, a couple different boxes of, uh, blank floppy disks and I probably got these, 
uh, either at a thrift store or a garage sale. I don't really remember. Um, but uh, as in the um, mid 2000s, as I was early to mid 2000s, as I was, um, uh, it's always a funny question when people say, well, when did you get into retro? Because I got into retro when retro things were new, right? Like, when did you get into the Commodore 64? The mid-80s, you know? When did you, you know, I had a, uh, for a while, I, I, I took it apart because it took so much space and it was not worth it in relative. The space it took up was not equal to the amount of use it got. But I had a 486 computer hooked up for a while. And people would be like, oh, man, I remember that. Where did you get that? I was like, no. <laughs> I bought it new. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the, the stuff, uh, uh, it's not that I got into retro. It's that I never let go of it, and I keep finding new ways to enjoy it. I don't enjoy um, the Commodore 64 in the same way that I enjoyed it back in the 80s, you know, with new technology, with the Wi-Fi modem, with uh, um, being able to use the disc images with new games and stuff that are coming out. It is, um, you know, gives you new ways to experience uh, and enjoy the old hardware. So um, I just pulled out one of these discs. Now, this is interesting because uh, uh, these discs have labels that are already written on them, but I don't know exactly what they mean. So I'm going to show this to you. And if you can see that, it says user ID equals blank, username equals blank, and then it says JC016. Now, these are definitely PC uh, floppy disk. So I do have a FC5025 um, floppy card. I guess it's a USB card that, that interfaces with a five and a quarter inch PC floppy drive. And uh, I've started a project multiple times to, to permanently mount that uh, into a drive, but I've never, um, never finished that project. And I'd like to do that, but um, it is so hot that I can't think. I, every time I think like, um, it's like a, a, a brain zapping ray in Flash Gordon where uh, I go outside and I go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this computer project. And I walk outside and I just go, it's so hot. that <laughs> I can't remember anything. And then I just immediately come back inside. Um, so I would like to do that project uh, to permanently mount a, for some reason, and there's a technical reason and I forget what it is, but you, but there's no USB interface for a five and a quarter inch. Uh, PC floppy drive. So that's what the FC5025 is. It is a USB card that on one side's USB and on the other side you can hook it up to a five and a quarter. Now there are USB three and a half inch PC drives, but not five and a quarter. I don't I don't know why it's so difficult. If somebody would bundle all these things and put it together in a kit, I th I think eh, let's not get crazy. Let's not say fly off the shelves, but I, there's a certain a certain clientele that would certainly like that. So uh, anyway. These bonus discs are different than the ones that I remember with my Commodore 64. And the main thing that I can tell you that's different about them is that this sleeve here uh, is paper. So when I was a kid and I got these for the Commodore 64, this was like a very shiny um, plastic almost. Uh, definitely a, a glossy, uh, firm type paper. And as you can see, this is just almost regular paper. I mean, it's not, um, that glossy kind of paper. So it definitely is just uh, regular paper, but it does have, 
the logo on there that says bonus, uh, personal computer disk. But they've added by verbatim on all these things. Um, now, I'm sure most of you know, if you're if you're a, one of my patrons, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you know this. But, uh, of course, for PC disks, uh, you would have just had the one notch. But uh, on a Commodore, uh, Commodore 64, um, now, of course, what you have here is uh, when you rotate this to a certain point, we should. Let me do this in the light where I can see it. <laughs> Let me turn the light where I can fumble it. Doot. Well, unless I missed it going by, I haven't seen it yet. But um, uh, on a on an old Commodore disc, eventually you would have. Oh, there it is, right there. Can you see the hole that has lined up there? Uh, you should be able to see me. Through the little hole. Oop, not that hole, but this little one right here next to it. Uh, so that lines up and that would tell uh, the drive uh, that it is lined up. But on a Commodore, see you have this notch right here, right? And that would tell you. So so on a PC, these disks, uh, it would read the top and the bottom at the same time, right? But on a Commodore 64 or any of the older 8-bit computers like an Atari, um, Apple, I think Apple, um, would all be using just the top, which actually I believe technically is really, it's reading the bottom, uh, of the disc. So you would put this in it. And so what you could do is use your disc notcher, which I have a disc notcher right back over there by my Commodore stuff. And you have this notch here and you would go over here and go boop and it fits right over here. And you punch it now. If you didn't have a disc notcher, you could use a hole punch. Uh, some people use scissors, uh, but a disc notcher will make it look exactly like this one. And then you could turn the disc over, and you could use uh, the other side of the disc. So uh, the other interesting thing that is in here, uh, so again, here's our disc, is uh, in the back of the box is a pack of disc labels. Now I could tell you that these are not the right disc labels. These are definitely disc labels for um, three and a half inch discs. Uh, you can see they're not the right uh, shape for uh, five and a quarters. These are three and a half inch. So I would never try to use these unless I was really desperate and I might cut them, cut them up and use them. But uh, most uh, discs later like these came with these labels already on them. You didn't have to affix uh, someone's label. You can see right there at the top, it says MD2 uh, and HD. Uh, and then there's a little arrow showing you which way the disc goes in. Now, why why would I want to share these? Well, as I've mentioned before uh, on my podcasts and uh, streams and things like that, I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of discs for my Commodore 64 None of them originals. Uh, I did not purchase a single copy of a game. Uh, now, Jeff purchased several. In fact, my parents had a computer store, and he purchased several from our store. But um, uh, me personally, I never did because uh, boxes of discs you could get for... I mean, in the early days, like seven or eight dollars. Then I remember a box of this, a box of discs like this would be five dollars for ten. And then it got to a point where you could start getting them mail order. 
uh, actually five dollars for ten was pretty cheap um when i remember uh, early on they were uh, a buck a disc uh but eventually i found a place that would sell you a hundred floppies for 30 cents um and they would come in a big like sheet wrapped uh, she wrapped like saran wrap almost or, you know, plastic around it with no sleeves or the sleeves would come separate and you had to insert each disc into them separately, you know? Um, but I did that a few times to get a hundred floppies at a time, which was way less expensive, um, than just buying them 10 at a time. But to me, when I saw something like this, I saw gold because it wasn't like, like I remember for Christmas asking for blank disc. I would rather have blank disc than a game from a store because you can put a game from a store on this disc and then you can put a lot of other games and you can put some more on the back. You notch them all. So really the thing of 10 discs is really 20 discs. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, as a kid, I would have chosen blank discs over store-bought discs uh, because this was the gateway to downloading games and storing stuff and doing all that, putting it, right there um you know i didn't have a hard drive so if you wanted to download games you had to you had to have floppy disks that that's all there was to it so anyway i'm gonna go download some games and fill up these floppy disks and uh you guys will be hearing uh stuff from me soon i'll see y'all uh wednesday don't forget another wednesday night stream i'll see you guys uh, uh soon <laughs>